Put down that smartphone and listen to me. I'm Matthew Milligan, professional musician and lifelong Weird Al fan. Each week, I'm joined by professional podcaster and close personal friend Matt Kelly to take a dive off the deep end into the vast career of pop culture icon Weird Al Yankovic on our show, Weird Algorithm. Along with some very special guests from the worlds of music and comedy, we tackle every song, every television appearance, and every bit of sketch comedy Al has produced in chronological order, covering the good old days of My Bologna and Eat It, the fun zone of tacky and white and nerdy, and everything in between. As we go, we're ranking the songs, albums, and music videos in the hopes of creating the ultimate guide to a career bigger than the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. So the next time you're having one of those days stuck in a traffic jam wondering why does this always happen to me, just kick off your sneakers and stick around for a while because we've got it all on Weird Algorithm, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now you know. Was that enough references? Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged, bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Hello, welcome to another episode of Before My Time. I am your host, Kelsey Laurie. We are joined with our friend, co-host, and producer, Matt Kelly, and we are going to talk about Schoolhouse Rock. Let's get educated. in the ancient mystic trinity... You get three as a magic number. We're here to entertain you. We'll sing your songs. For good times, the best times, you can't go wrong. We'll two-step, a new step, it won't be Soon you'll be swaying, so come on, sing along. All right, Kelsey, we're we're hitting a lot of 50-year anniversaries right out of the gate in January. Um, but I'd like to think that our show is an educational show, but it's it also is. it's also an entertaining show. Yes, and it 50 is. and 50 years ago a show that combined entertainment and education debuted. And uh, I want to give you a very brief history of a little thing called Schoolhouse Rock. But first, I want to ask what your memories of Schoolhouse Rock are, if you have any. I do. Um, I definitely had a couple VHSs of Schoolhouse Rock, but going back and kind of reviewing some of them this morning, Multiplication Rock was the one most played in my house. And that is the one that like I watched a lot and so most of my memories are from that one I do have a couple you know like Conjunction Junction and um, the more American history and like Constitution just a bill I think everyone knows 
yeah. I'm just a bill. But th- those are kind of my memories. But from an early age, I mean, I think my parents just were like, we should have this in the house. And it, that's a good – thanks, mom and dad. I'm yeah. still an adult who counts on her fingers, so obviously multiplication rock worked. Well, Galsy, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but three is the magic number, and it really <laughs> helps with multiplication. Before we dive into the history of the show, which actually starts with three is the magic number, fun fact, I remember this was like – there would be days in school where they would just be like, hey, I don't feel like teaching. You're going to watch this schoolhouse rock <laughs> Yeah, VHS I feel tape. like we got that too. Yeah. <laughs> so there was that. And then, you know, you're younger than me, but I there was this weird resurgence in the 90s of schoolhouse mm-hmm. rock that like I remember my Saturday morning cartoons had old schoolhouse rock cartoons like yeah. mixed into it. So it was really interesting. But the history of this series was that it stemmed from an idea by a man named David McCall. He was an advertising executive for McCarthy and McCall, and he noticed that his young son was struggling with learning multiplication tables, despite being able to memorize the lyrics to all of his favorite Rolling Stones songs. So this ties back into the Rolling Stones. You're one of your favorite bands. They hired a musician named Bob Doruff to write a song to help teach multiplication, and he wrote the song Three is the Magic Number. They then hired a guy named Tom Yu, who happened to hear the song and thought, oh, I could do some cool animation to this. So he did some animations to this song. Here's where it gets interesting, because I didn't know this piece. They pitched the show as a TV show to ABC, and the vice the vice president of ABC, who at the time was Michael Eisner, who yeah, later became the CEO and chairman of Disney. And that's another important piece of this story. Michael Eisner saw this short, and then he contacted Chuck Jones, the infamous like cartoonist and director of Looney Tunes, and they were like, yes, we see potential with this. The show debuted in early January of 1979 with Multiplication Rock. That was the first episode of Schoolhouse Rock. They made it as like a tape show, and they kept making tapes and episodes all the way up until 1984. Uh, And then a year later, Matt Kelly was born into this world and they said, no schoolhouse rock for you. (laughs) Then something happened in 1993. They decided to make a couple of new songs and even got to the point where they released a new video called Money Rock in 1995. And this really kickstarted this schoolhouse rock nostalgia that started to build up. So there was an album released called Schoolhouse Rock Rocks. And it was like the Lemonheads, Blind Melon, um... A few up better than Ezra, like all of these '90s rock and grunge groups uh, covering their favorite schoolhouse rock oh, songs. Oh, that's right, because I've heard the, the "I'm just a bill, yeah, I'm a yeah. bill, yeah." That's all from there. Also, yeah, like yeah, Bismarcky's yeah. on there, and like a few other. It's it's a wild collection of artists, but that led to in the '90s, Disney, now owned by Michael Eisner decides to buy Schoolhouse Rock for the Disney Corporation and incorporate as part of the ABC One Saturday Morning block of television, which I is- I forgot about One one Saturday Morning. Saturday oh my morning. God, I forgot. <laughs> Damn, whoa, my brain just went- Yeah, so in between your favorite episodes of The Weekenders, you would get a brief Schoolhouse Rock yes, segment. Yes, that's right. Yeah, so as little bumpers, all throughout the 90s, all the way into the early 2000s, Schoolhouse Rock was a constant mm-hmm. fixture on there. And- Historically, in 2019, Schoolhouse Rock was officially added to the Library of Congress National Recording Registry as part of the 2018 class. So this is like Schoolhouse Rock will always be safe. It will always exist. It is it is declared important by our government. I'm sure, you know, 
having a song like I'm Just a Bill help them get in that door at Congress. But yeah, I, I just, you know, there's not a ton to talk about. It's a very, it's a very small, for how long it ran, there's maybe, I would say, a hundred or even less than a hundred songs in the in the history. But there are certain songs that have just lived on forever. You know what I mean? Like, you mentioned I'm Just a Bill. Like, that is a I song I feel like that, that one's really, like, everyone knows that one. Everyone knows that one. Uh, before we hit record, you even mentioned uh, Conjunction Junction Let's as one of those function. ones. <laughs> <laughs> this or that. Yeah. One of the ones that I always forget about, but is, in my opinion, the catchiest one is Lolly, 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 get your adverbs here. And it's like, Lolly, 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 get your adverbs here. I don't think I know that one. Oh, it is. You hear it and. I can't tell you any of the other words, but the lolly, 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 get your adverbs here part is just like logged in there. But what are some of the other ones? I, I want to talk about three is the magic number later. Okay. Because it's the first one and it's my favorite. But multiplication rock, like like I said, when I was going through kind of all of them, I definitely had multiplication rock on VHS. We might have had a few others, but for some reason, my sister and I loved that one the most. The songs were the catchiest. Even to this day, the the song that's multiplication by five is ready or not, here I come. And he's like, we're going to play hide and seek, but we're going to count by fives. Even now in my head, I find myself going 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 45. Oh. Oh, like, I forgot that that's where I get, that's how I count that's too. How, yeah, I anytime even... <laughs> I do my vibes, I do it in the rhythm of that song. And then I totally forgot about elementary, my dear, when it's all the um, Noah's Ark. And he's like, how many animals are on there? And he's like, two by two is four, my dear, elementary. Da, da, da. And I used to always sing that when I was a kid and be like, elementary. But unfortunately, the number part didn't stick in my brain, just the elementary <laughs> part. It's so good. Well, that's... good. That's where my brain goes. And then um, figure eight, I used to always pretend to like skate around and be like, if I could skate a figure eight. And again, that's all that stuck, not the actual multiplication part. <laughs> not the actual multiplication part. Yeah. That's um, a bummer. Yeah. So those are like the big ones that I, I knew all of them. I remember some of them like Lucky 7-7 seven, seven or figure – Um, no, it was Naughty Number 9. I was, I was like, this one's boring. I don't like yeah. this one. But yeah, I still count on my fingers, so obviously it all worked. But I I took more into the count the production and the rhythm of the dance and the song, which then, hey, here I am. That's where I want to give credit <laughs> where credit's due with especially a song like 3 is the Magic Number. I can totally understand how that song – they were like, ooh, we can do something with that because that song – is catchy as hell. Like that, like three, six, nine, 12, 15, 18. Yeah, I 21, do it 24, one. 27, 30. 30. <laughs> like, how did I know you were going to say 30 next? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's because you learned how to multiply by threes thanks to that song. Because three is a magic number. Yeah, I did. I did like that one too. It's so true. Like some of these, when I was like rewatching them today, I was like, holy shit. The same way that you go, oh my God, that's how I count by fives. Like there's things that are so embedded in your mind from childhood that then you hear them as an adult and you're like, I had no idea that's where I got it from. Or you're like, oh my God. Like it's so cool. And I feel like that's um, Schoolhouse Rock is that for a lot of us out there. Yeah. And I think another thing that's worth calling out with Schoolhouse Rock is like, I think that animation is so iconic. Like it, mm-hmm. it doesn't look like any other type of animation to me. Like so much so that like, I think of the Simpsons, right? The Simpsons mm-hmm. did their parody of I'm just a bill called I'm an amendment to be. <laughs> and they had to make it look exactly like that 1970s. 70s, yeah. Like it, it, it's almost a little yellow submarine. Yeah. 
It is very distinctive. But it's wildly its own, right? Like if you saw just a drawing of a person, the same way that they do like, you know how you can like hire people to draw you to look like a Bob's Burgers character Mm -hmm. or look like a Simpson. Like there is a very distinct style where someone drew me in the style of Schoolhouse Rock. Every person who walked in and saw that picture would go, oh, that's the Schoolhouse Rock art style. Like (laughs) That's, That's so true. Oh my God, that'd be so dope to get that done. Or like everyone's doing on Instagram right now and doing all those AI pictures. Yeah. Which they wait? Can we just? This is so not relevant. Everyone's yeah. paying seven ninety nine for that. That app costs eight dollars, and everyone is paying it. You fools! So, so the other thing, we'll also throw this. <laughs> you lose. Yeah, don't don't use the AI art stuff. They're stealing art from artists and not paying them to like generate your AI animations. So you're just paying eight dollars to someone who's just going ha 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 ha, and not even paying the artists who created. What are they the doing? AI How are they going of, that? What are they doing? Like with their eight dollars in both hands, four dollars <laughs> per hand. I learned oh, that from school health elementary. <laughs> <laughs> what if they have two bills of four? Wait, no, there's no four dollar bills. Never mind. I was like, what if each hand has two fours, being eight in each hand? How much is that, Matt? Sixteen dollars in my hand. <laughs> is that? Oh, <laughs> Look, are we, we writing a new school house? Yeah, about right the people that create apps and steal everyone's money. But how much money do they have? Put down that smartphone and listen to me. I'm Matthew Milligan, professional musician and lifelong Weird Al fan. Each week, I'm joined by professional podcaster and close personal friend Matt Kelly to take a dive off the deep end into the vast career of pop culture icon Weird Al Yankovic on our show, Weird Algorithm. Along with some very special guests from the worlds of music and comedy, we tackle every song, every television appearance, and every bit of sketch comedy Al has produced in chronological order covering the good old days of My Bologna and Eat It, the fun zone of tacky and white and nerdy, and everything in between. As we go, we're ranking the songs, albums, and music videos in the hopes of creating the ultimate guide to a career bigger than the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. So the next time you're having one of those days stuck in a traffic jam wondering why does this always happen to me, just kick off your sneakers and stick around for a while because we've got it all on Weird Algorithm, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now you know. Was that enough references? Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. It is mind-blowing. And heartbreaking. How many original scripts are written every year but are never made? So we seek out these scripts and bring them to life with full audio production and professional actors. Check us out at Undiscover Scripts. Movies made of paper. Wherever you get your podcasts. Free! We kind of covered most. What more can we talk about on this outro, Gelsey? We've covered the history of Schoolhouse Rock. We've talked about the songs that we remembered the most. We started to write a new Schoolhouse Rock song. (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) We didn't get into like computer rock or they have money rock, but I didn't watch any of those. So we're not going to. Yeah, exactly. But here's a question for you. Do you think that Schoolhouse Rock was actually successful in what it was setting out to do? Because 
I think yeah. the answer is kind of no to a certain extent. Like <laughs> Again, I remember I still count the, on my finger. <laughs> yeah. Like I still, I know the songs, I know the lyrics, but like, I don't know if I could tell you what a conjunction <laughs> is or like, you know, a conjunction adverbs. is an or and, but nor. I See, watched so it this learned. morning, Matt. I watched it this morning. <laughs> you know, it is like, true. I've, but you know what? That's what I, it's funny because I had a history teacher in high school who I think he had us watch a couple of Schoolhouse Rock, um, America Rock, and we're like, "Wow, we're fifteen. This is." But it really breaks it down in a very elementary, basic. Like I have watched some of those because sometimes the government I'm like I don't really understand because it gets complicated and if you go back and watch it it's a very basic breakdown in a very fun catchy way I I think it does still if you go back and watch I'm just a bill you're like oh I forgot that's how it works but now I'm reminded and it's yeah I don't know I do think it works and I think it's a great way to at least introduce um ideas to kids maybe they're not fully grasping the whole government and operations, but it's kind of introducing words and concepts to them at a young age. It is wild to me what you can introduce kids with entertainment. Um, Case case in point, my niece just turned one in August. So Mm -hmm. she's doing quick math with my schoolhouse rock skills 18 months by the time this episode comes out. I think that's correct. Uh, And (laughs) she watches a person on YouTube every day named Miss Rachel, who I'm not sure if you're familiar with this Miss Rachel person at all. I do not Um, watch Miss Rachel. Nor, I mean, I watch it when I'm around my niece. Otherwise, no. Sure you do. You watch it on your own. Well, so she is a girl who was like doing Broadway And then COVID hit and she had a newborn kid and she and her husband started filming these YouTube videos where she was doing like a very like Mr. Rogers Blues Clues type thing where it was like her, a couple puppets, maybe one or two of the friends that they knew from doing theater. And they would just do like simple little songs like the wheels on the bus and they would like talk about stuff. But she constantly does sign language while she's talking in the video and she's not like drawing a lot of attention to it but she always does more and my niece who cannot speak when she's finished her food looks up at my sister and does more <laughs> the sign language well, for that's, more a lot of babies actually do sign um you can teach my sister taught my niece some sign language where they know like all done is hands shaking and yeah it's very cool right now all done more and it's the same way not to relate babies to chimps but it's the same way that we can teach sign language to monkeys and they can communicate to us in that way babies do the same thing where they they understand the communication thing they just don't have the skills to talk yet and i yeah yeah, it's really awesome but i I do think that that is a cool it's cool that that's an option and Mm-hmm. I do think that you're right. These are great refreshers, especially if it's if it's been a good 20 years since you've watched I'm Just a Bill to remind yourself like, oh, that is how a bill like goes through the different bodies of the government to, to become a law and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I've found that the educational part of kids entertainment sometimes doesn't stick as strongly as like when we think about like what Sesame Street and Mr. Rogers were doing where they were educating, but there was also just a lot of like teaching empathy and like, mm-hmm. like that's I honestly think that's that the most important yeah. part. Yeah. And it's, yeah. I even tell kids today, uh, older kids, I try not to put this in young kids' minds, but I'm like, you know, you're going to forget what you learn in school as far yep. as facts go. You're, you're not going to remember dates. You're not going to remember what's a conjunction or 
Yeah. I was like, but something that school's teaching us and duh is society, how to follow rules, how to sit down and read and focus and how to interact with coworkers, you know, co-students, but that are becoming coworkers. And also something I told teenagers, it kind of teaches you how to bullshit your way to an A sometimes. It's that classic, I didn't do the assignment last night. How am I going to make it look like I did? And I know it's funny and everyone's going, oh God, that's terrible. But that's real life is going... I need to kind of like fake my way through this and the fake it to make it or come forward with uh, being ready for an interview that you're not ready for at all and making it look like you are. That's actually really valuable life skills. And sure. if you do school right and sometimes don't study, figure out how to get through the test. I think that's yeah. more valuable than actually what's on the test sometimes. I Just agree like, with you on that. Yeah. Well, if there's someone listening and they're like, you guys didn't mention the energy blues or the tale of Mr. Morton during your entire episode. Sorry. Um, but where can they <laughs> sorry. Where can they let us know how upset they are that we did mention their favorite Schoolhouse Rock songs? You can let us know, but I expect a voice memo from your upset in Schoolhouse Rock song form. That's right. I'm giving you a challenge. You can find us at Instagram at BeforeMyTime underscore podcast or on Facebook. Just search Before My Time. We will pop up. Write a little comment. Say what we missed. Say what's your favorite Schoolhouse Rock song or again leave us a voice memo singing Schoolhouse Rock style of what song we missed or just how much you love us and if you do enjoy your time with us here we would love you to show your appreciation by leaving us a review maybe some five stars because five stars hey is really cool elementary (laughs) okay thanks so much for joining us and we hope to see you again bye Put down that smartphone and listen to me. I'm Matthew Milligan, professional musician and lifelong Weird Al fan. Each week, I'm joined by professional podcaster and close personal friend Matt Kelly to take a dive off the deep end into the vast career of pop culture icon Weird Al Yankovic on our show, Weird Algorithm. Along with some very special guests from the worlds of music and comedy, we tackle every song, every television appearance, and every bit of sketch comedy Al has produced in chronological order. Covering the good old days of My Bologna and Eat It, the fun zone of tacky and white and nerdy, and everything in between. As we go, we're ranking the songs, albums, and music videos in the hopes of creating the ultimate guide to a career bigger than the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. So the next time you're having one of those days stuck in a traffic jam wondering why does this always happen to me, just kick off your sneakers and stick around for a while because we've got it all on Weird Algorithm. Available wherever you get your podcasts. And now you know. Was that enough references? Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged, bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie. 
And we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 